that's a praise down. That too loud. We could do it quieter. You want to do it one more time? Yeah, yeah, one more. It's a praise down. I'm Heath Huffman. I'm Alex Sanchez. And we're the hosts of the Praise Down. You know us already. With us is the host of a brand new podcast called Paneled, a comic book narration podcast, Kyler Selby. Hello. Hi. Hi. So tell us a little bit about, off the top here, tell us a little bit about Paneled. Uh, Paneled, we're a podcast that narrates comic books. We go frame by frame and talk about what's happening and... um, you know, we have guests on. We talk about, you know, the comics, the writers, uh, stuff like that. And it is hosted by my very good friend, Heath Huffman. Wait, what? <laughs> it's by you. Whoa. No way. Oh, goodness. Hello. Hi. 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 <laughs> Didn't expect to be here tonight. It's good to have you. Yes, I, I do host the show. Um, I, I'm adding a podcast to my repertoire. Um, You're a busy guy. Yeah, I'm, I, I play the clueless the comic book illiterate host on the show mm. but um but with all that you know uh the like uh, charisma i have i now i do want it to be clear you are comic book illiterate but you are regular literate that's true okay i, I mean i can read the words in the comics uh-huh. am i well versed in the comics hold your horses i am not oh <laughs> i know what words are i can still i can read books okay yeah, like uh, um, the Brothers Karamazov. Uh huh. That's a book. That Have you read it? I can, no, but I can read it. I've, <laughs> I've read. I tried a page, and I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Next, I got. This. That's how I feel about every book. I'm like, yeah. I could read that. <laughs> then I don't. You're just like, yeah, whatever. The, yeah. The Ty Lopez school of reading. <laughs> so, uh, th- this podcast. Who is it for? What is its What is its job? Um, it's really just to make. Uh, comic books and you know all the stories that are kind of just part of the zeitgeist for mm-hmm. a lot of us which you know they're a very visual media you know there's a lot going on as far as like the action and it's hard to do you know necessarily just an audiobook of a comic book and so for people who can't see or can't see well it's really just to kind of make it available to them who are some guests that you've had on um well we had this really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Heath, I forget his name. What was he? Um, Which one did we read? Uh, he did a Homestar Runner voice. Oh, right. If I remember right. Uh, wow, that guy sounds like a real dipshit. Yeah, is that, that's, really, that's really pushing your buttons already. <laughs> yeah. I know. You got to listen to this app. Uh, I hate this guy. Um, <laughs> did he do any other voices? It was mostly Homestar Runner, you know? Yeah. I, I think I remember this episode. He did uh uh he did Thanos from Marvel Comics yeah. mm-hmm. as Strong Bad. Ooh, that's, that's right. true. I that's right. I forgot about that. Wait shit, it was you. Oh, oh it was me. Oh, I know. man. We we both pretended we didn't know about this. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're a couple of uh the jig is up. We're we're liars. We're art liars. isn't art isn't real. Nope. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. Yep. Um so, uh, I say, is it time? You want? Is there anything else that you'd like us to know about Paneled? No, uh, we are coming out with our first batch of episodes probably within the next month or so. Um, are, are you releasing them as a bundle or weekly? 
Well, we'll first be releasing a batch of six episodes, and that's you know four episodes and then two audiobooks of the issues cool. that we did. Um, so there's full shows, and then there's condensed ones that are just the comics and just the stories. If you know that's the part you're interested in, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For our binge listeners, mm-hmm. <laughs> good. So you you have a you have just you have a just the book version, and then you have like a like an like a dorks talking version. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, we were the dorks talking. I don't know why I mm. keep doing this bit. <laughs> Let's talk the walk. Talk the walk. Kyler, how's your walk? What's it like? My my walk? With the Lord. <laughs> my walk with the Lord um, is going about as good as it has been for, you know, eight years or so. Sure. So, so bad. Okay. Bad. Okay. Not, oh, not, oh, not, oh, good. Oh. not good. <laughs> what, right. Was there a time when it was going non-bad oh yeah i was a real good christian back in the day define back in the day when did you start uh i was raised in church and so you started asap Mm -hmm. i I was right on it (laughs) just from the conveyor belt into the vat (laughs) yeah do you know if your parents like committed your baby body in a service or whatever what do not hang on it was baptist and so i don't think they do that right no, I I got I'd, I'd never seen my it, my so. baby ass got committed. I was Did Methodist. It? Yeah, you I get committed, know, Alex. Yeah, we were Methodist, and yeah, they did that. It, it's like yeah. it's like what Protestants do uh, instead of baptizing their babies. Okay, they just go on stage. So I'm gonna venture a guess and say yeah, because my yeah. parents were all about that kind of shit. Yeah, you, okay. you may have not talked about it, but. <laughs> I blocked it out. Here's the here's thing you wow. probably repressed. <laughs> you were on stage as a baby, and your parents said, he's going to be a Christian forever. And, and they, they anoint right. your head with oil or holy water or some shit. And then you are one from day one. Straight into the into the brotherhood. Wait, that didn't happen to me. Did that happen to you? Yeah. What? Yeah, o- they, they o- put oil or? Oil or ho- I don't remember. It was probably, I think anointing is always oil, so I bet it was some like holy oils. My head smelled great. Now Every that, baby's head smells great, but now, mine smells Now that's great. what I call yeah, essential is... oils. <laughs> you can't put essential oils on your skin, listeners. Don't do that. No, at my at my baby commitment service, they just said, "Oh yeah, for sure. He's going to be he's going to be doing this for the rest of his life." Mm. And, we got him roped in. And he will not start a podcast where he is uh even a little bit snarky about it sometimes. Right. <laughs> No affectionate sacrilege here. <laughs> yeah. Not not in this not in this small one. Mm-mm. So Kyler, wh- t- take us through it from from cradle to not grave, but grave of your faith. faith. To my faith grave, yeah. Your faith grave. <laughs> Love that band. Oh man. Um, but yeah, no, just uh, my family was real active in the church, so we were just always up there. It was one of those places where people volunteered all the time yeah. they were there every weekday a lot of the times i don't my mom did dramas and stuff for the service um then what's your dad up to he was there he was doing stuff he uh um he mostly did stuff with like my parents small group you know that yeah. was his jam more so than like N- no uh no church-wide leadership role to speak of no no sure okay he was a behind-the-scenes kind of guy still is oh yeah all the all good dads are (laughs) do you take after him or your mom more because your mom seems like a more in front of the scenes kind of lady 
Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely more my dad's type. Okay. Kind of a little more. That's I like producing uh, panels. It's nice not being directly on mic, but this is it's a different experience. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if it's better or worse yet. I'm, I'm proud well, of you. Please I'm let you, us know. I'm proud end. of you for being in front of the mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, hmm. Did you um, did you ever feel it while you were in it? Oh yeah, I was super into it. I um, in high school did mission trips and all that. Where'd you go? Um, I went to Nicaragua and Hell to yeah. Chile. Those are such good ones. We went to like fucking Houston <laughs> and New York. <laughs> I did some and of those Colorado. Too. Yeah, yeah. I did like one did. that was in Toronto. I think where <sighs> we just like basically picked up trash and I, I don't. There wasn't a lot of community service to done Jude. to be done. Did you talk to anybody in Toronto? Did you did you guys have to witness to people in a city? We did door to door stuff. Oh Ooh. no, how soul crushing. Yeah, it was bad. It it was a pretty harsh reality for like a group of 14-year-olds. <laughs> did anybody did anybody attempt to tell you how it is at the door? Not that I remember. We got some straight up just like no, like, please leave, and then shut the door in our face. But n- mm-hmm. no confrontation directly. I think the fact that we were young teens helped us out in that department. Good. We mm-hmm. didn't look fightable. That's true. There's a reason the adults don't go with you on those things. <laughs> it's Yeah, like, uh, I went to New York, and nobody, mm, nobody got in my face. I was also 15 years old. Mm-hmm. There were some kids on my trip that, did have their faces gotten in though? Ooh, they got got. Yep, but it 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 didn't um it didn't seem to rock them. Everybody was still pretty like oh I you know love you know love the Lord. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like going to cities to do mission trips is uh, a waste of resources. A little bit. The one thing that I remember about going to Houston on a missions trip was that a homeless guy came up and asked us for money. And I was the only one that gave him any. And then everybody got mad at me what? for giving the guy money. What What did they tell you? <laughs> they were like, you can't just pull out your wallet in front of those guys. They'll steal it. And I was like, oh. dude. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? Yeah, and that really soured me on the whole thing. <laughs> Nobody, did anybody tell you they're did anybody tell you he was just going to spend it on drugs or whatever? Yeah, they definitely oh, did, yeah. too. I mean, it's, it's, re- it's homeless person bingo for yeah. sure. Um, no, I do have a really amusing story from my New York trip. A, one of the, one of the people in my, uh, cabal of Christian teens took a, (laughs) took a picture of a homeless man on a disposable camera in the subway and he like rightfully freaked out on her. Good. Yeah. (laughs) We just like literally don't know what homeless people are in Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like we don't have them. Yeah, we just vote to not allow them to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a sad world. It's a sad state. Sad, sad state of affairs. Uh, what was your favorite mission trip? The Chile one was the longest one, and it was probably it was probably the most like significant one. I was the oldest for that one. Well, it's the longest cool. country, too. <laughs> it is it's, a long country. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was there for like a month, and that was when I was 16 or 17. Damn, so like, that's so long. Yeah, no, it was wild. Wow. It was like a, we did this play that 
there was like a CD that was the soundtrack and it had narration in Spanish. And then we just like acted and did this whole. You pantomime. We did yeah. that. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same one, but I had to do a thing where I was like pretending to eat by making a shovel out of my hand. It was a whole thing. Wait. What? Yeah, yeah, it was wild. It was like, and all the people would eat and sleep, and none of it meant anything. It was wild, yeah. Oh, uh, wow, same. <laughs> so what was the most meaningful task you accomplished on your missions trips, you feel? It's okay if you don't have one. Yeah. I don't have one. No, see, that's a thing. That's a damn good question. Yeah. That was definitely my big takeaway from it was that um, – Nothing that we really did was significant. That was my later takeaway, not directly when I left. Sure. That was mm-hmm. something I came back around to. So what – so you're 16 and you're in Chile. Mm-hmm. How far away from that do you sort of fall out? It was probably like – it was towards the end of high school, really. Mm. And by that time, I was actually a youth pastor – what? Hey, hang on. I Great. didn't know this about Great. you. Great. Love this. <laughs> Please talk about that. Yeah, my parents started going to this church plant that was new, and it met in um, the school that my mom worked in because she was a counselor at this elementary school. And we kind of had this big falling out with the church that I had grown up in, and so started going to this one, and there was just like lots of opportunities to serve me and my brothers, like our me and my brother played in the band, like the worship band and stuff. What'd you play? I played drums. Nice. He played bass. Oh, the brother's holding that rhythm mm-hmm. section down. Yeah, That's great. We got it. The rhythm brothers. <laughs> Older brother or younger brother? Older brother, yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Um, and then we would do this mission trip to... It was in Arlington, actually. It was this place called Mission Arlington that's like a big... It's a bunch of apartments and stuff, but they're all, um, but it's like a shelter, basically. It's just giant. I think it's like a square city block or something like that of apartments. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we would go down and do like a VBS for a week and then come back. And we did it, I think we did it every year for like the three years that I was actually there because I graduated and never went back, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. But, yeah, it was my senior year whenever we were – the summer before my senior year, we were coming back from it, and me and the pastor were sitting up front in the uh, the front of the van, and he was just like, hey, so I've been thinking about this because we didn't have a youth group or anything. It was a small church. There were, like, eight of us who were there normally, and the trip we had, like, 12 or 13 people, like, small group, but – he was just like looking to kick it off and he was like, you know, I would I would be there, uh, you know, wherever we're meeting and, and you can just lead it and we'll see how it goes. And then, you know, if it works, it works and I can kind of step back a little bit. And I was like, I mean, I was so down because yeah. I felt like a little prophet. I was like a yeah. I was Whoa, oh, yeah. total like indie sort of. I had a yeah. fucking rat tail that came down <sighs> to like my shoulder blades. Oh my yeah. I was just like a dirty wannabe like, I don't know. Just a just a dirty holy teen. Yeah, love that. <laughs> did you have the rope sandals? I did have the rope. Yeah. Sandals. Whoa! Yeah. Great call. You no scope that three pointer. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you do that? Uh, I did that for all of my senior year, and then whenever I graduated, I moved to Norman to go to school, and that's whenever I stopped. So, what was there a 
life-defining point where you decided, no thank you, God? There really wasn't. That was the weirdest part about it. I was, uh, I was in this like relationship my senior, junior and senior year of high school, and then after my first semester, we got married, and... Um, Zoinks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's... Mm, okay, that's um Yeah, we're not skipping over that. <laughs> that that's a weird that's a weird thing to just list. Do um, you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, no, okay. I mean it, it cuz it's also very intertwined with the whole Christian thing. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, we wanted to have like a serious relationship and like do our lives, but we were both in really Christian families and <sighs> it just like wasn't an option in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, well, there's one way that we can do this, and that's to get married. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did it. So Whole it was cere- Like, big ceremony yeah. and, like, yeah. whoa. So it was just kind Where'd of... Where'd you a- guys go on your honeymoon? Sorry. So it was just kind of a thing you all talked about, or was it, like, there was a proposal? Was there? It was something that we knew we were going to do, and we mm-hmm. knew that the sooner we did it, we could start doing what we wanted to with our lives. Okay. was kind of the idea. Okay. Um, I get that. Because we had known each other since uh, since I was like eleven and she was twelve, and so okay, we had you know known each other for quite a few years, and we were just like, yeah, we know everything about ourselves. We're eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, and so who hasn't been there? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how long did that go? Went for a year and a half. No, that's not right. I think it was closer to two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it kind of lasted. But um, after we had been married for a couple of months, there was just this one night. I I think we had like gone to church with one of our parents or something, and we came back home, and we were like driving home, and I was just like, "Do you, do you believe in God anymore?" And she was just like, "I don't, I don't know, not really." Whoa. And she was like, Whoa. do you? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, like, just somewhere along the line, it just switched, and I had no idea. Like, didn't even realize until it got pointed out. Just wow. because it had been, like, become such, I don't know, it's like your identity, and it's like such a huge chunk of you that, like, even yeah. if it wasn't turned on, it was still there. And right. So, mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, that, wow. Was, that was my deconversion do you remember anything specific about the moment that caused you to think that or was it something sort of intangible i think it was just coming home from because it was just from a church service and it's like it's not like that service itself was memorable in any way necessarily i think Mm -hmm. it was just kind of that feeling coming coming out of something where it's just like do i even care about this like damn yeah so it was more that sort of feeling than like a Oh, I don't believe this. It was more just like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. You kind of broke up with God a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now us too. I broke up with God too. That's that's why <laughs> we. Yeah. Some I ghosted God. Okay. Yeah. I never really. Well, I broke up with him a little bit, but I mostly just sort of. Oh, you did. Stop yeah. texting. Yeah. That when I uh, <laughs> when I found out my mom had cancer. Oh, yeah. And I went out into the woods, and I was like, listen, God, if you fix this cancer, I'll go into the ministry. And then she died, so I didn't. 
You gotta break up with him after you that. You got. I mean, yeah, he really betrayed me on that one. Yeah, you can't. You can't keep dating God after that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's dropping the ball. Yeah, yeah. That was a real betrayal of trust. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to stick my nose in anything my nose doesn't belong in. But did the did the marriage end for other reasons? Yeah, there. I mean, what it really boiled down to was we were just young and changing into different people. <clears throat> we were just young and changing into different people. And yeah didn't really know how to reconcile that sort of thing. Okay, so it sounded sounded pretty mute. Yeah, it's just what happens, I think, whenever you get married that young and you feel free to make the decision to end it, whereas a lot of people just, like, are stuck in that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, when you're 18, man, when you're... I feel like like through your whole 20s, you're, like, not done. (laughs) Yeah. Baking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just... uh, it's challenging. You don't know what kind of person you're going to be. And you've got to kind of allow yourself to be the person that you're turning into. So I get that. Yeah. And so. Wow. Uh, so what was life like, I mean, following following that moment that you knew things just weren't going to be the same anymore? Um, I, I mean, I definitely had my, like, angsty, rebellious phase afterwards where I was just like, yeah, man, fuck God, like, fuck Christians, all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was the first rebellious thing you did once you realized that uh, none of it mattered? Ooh, I threw away a Bible. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. In the trash, dude? In the trash. Oh, fuck. Not even in, like, a trash can inside, like, in the trash can outside. Wow. Oh, damn. It was really... It was really leaving the house. Yeah, and that shit was engraved. I was just about to ask what kind of Bible. Wow. It was that apologetics Bible, the one that taught you how to defend Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. It had your name and stuff on it? Yeah. Damn. It was my, like, graduation present from my pastor. Wow. And so I was just like, I don't need this anymore. Wow. Alex, you keep your Bible? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, weird. (laughs) I don't know where it is. I don't know. Yeah, mine was like also engraved, so I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's it's like for me. Yeah, no, that's I yeah. mean, that's yours forever. Yeah, I I, I get it, and uh, it's it's there if I ever change my mind. You know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah, it's I, waiting for you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not stressing about it. The Bible leaves the light on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways, I mean, it's it's right next to like the Bhagavad Gita and. A brief history of time and shit like that. Sure, but like it's there, <laughs> you know. Um, so, how long did that rebellious phase last? It wore off pretty quick. It's I, exhausting. Yeah, I can't do sustained, like intense emotions like that for that long. Really, I burn out pretty quick. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Same. I it, yeah, th- th- those things like that kind of affect me pretty quick. Um, I don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot of energy to be, to be angry. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not wired for that. Um. Did you have? But you had like a really intense short period, though. It was just like a lot of. I don't. Know, it was like grief. Really, it was just like, I don't know. Kind of talking earlier about how it was like that part of yourself. It's like that was like part of me that left, and all of a sudden I didn't have a personality really like i'd kind of lost yeah. the things that i just like used to get through every day yeah you were kind of grieving for the part of you that you lost in your own 
roundabout way, right? Yeah. And so there was like just a lot of most of kind of the like the quote process was just like kind of that disentangling afterwards of like what parts of these are actually me and like what was like what are parts that I was made to be, I guess yeah. was the difference. Okay. So how old were you when you say that this sort of rebellious phase ended? Oh, well, like the rebellious, I don't know, the part that was like rebelling against the Christianity and everything, that didn't last more than like a a year, probably. Okay. I still have. You got it out of your system pretty quickly. But then I just had the debauchery phase for a long time. Sure. And so. How long did that last? That lasted until I was um, just right before I was 21. Nice. And so that's whenever shit hit the fan too bad. Like, yeah. you know, you fuck up too bad and then yeah. you have to you have to stop. <laughs> I got you. So that was the end of the debauchery phase. Okay. So how old are you now? I'm 25. Really? Okay, okay, okay. I can I I haven't asked you before. I didn't realize. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um so uh after shit hit the fan, what uh what have you kind of landed on? What are what are you living your life by? What do you what have you settled on? Um well, I'm I'm an anarchist and so dope. A lot of my like interaction with the world around me is based on I don't know, trying to observe and like try to work against hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there was definitely a period where I was like maybe I'm agnostic or something, yeah. but then eventually I was just like no, it, like if that's real then it's not good and if yeah. it's not good then like how could it be any like god or anything worth paying attention to? Yeah. Was kind of where it landed. Plus I just like the no gods no masters like yeah. catchy sort of slogan. It's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like I I'll do that. I'll do that one. Cool. Yeah. Are there here's here's something that that I've been kind of thinking about cuz I, I, I there there are parts of me that I would consider are anarchist, I would say. Um as far as like wanting to deconstruct the sort of world that we've built uh for you know, a, a myriad of reasons. But um, are there parts of Christianity that you appreciate retroactively now that you have an anarchist view of the world? In a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah, because I, I was an anarchist in high school whenever I was still a Christian and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, those two things, like, really meshed for me pretty well, mm-hmm. where it's like, instead of no gods, no masters, it was like, no masters but God sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So... One God, no masters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, but in a lot of ways, like, you know, Christianity, I feel like it kind of fucked me up in a lot of ways. But then at the same time, I can credit a lot of the, I don't know, virtues or whatever that I do have to like parts of me that were cultivated in the church and by like Mm -hmm. people who I respected who were Christians who kind of gave that part of themselves to me so would you say your your church career is like just a net positive experience that you grew out of or a net negative it's probably closer to net negative okay <laughs> okay talk us through that um oh i've just uh, i've been in therapy too long y'all yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> all right it's just one of the, i don't know i feel like there's a lot of ways that 
especially being raised in the church and like from a young age it being pressed on you that like you aren't good and like there's no part of you that is and you can only be rescued by this one thing it's like that does damage to people i think yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i think in, in any like power relationship but um I also think that that is kind of a strategic emphasis based on the kind of church you went to, though. Yeah. Yeah, because there, because there, it's it's just as easy to posit as a Christian to tell people that there is goodness inside of you, mm-hmm. just like there's goodness inside of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a better thing to think. But a lot of the churches down here, a lot of a lot of the Baptist churches down here, really love emphasizing. You uh, were born a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And I I will preface all this by saying I went to a real messed up church. It just showed itself to be bad in the end. And so because that was my experience all my life in that church, I think that specifically is like what really got to me was that it was just a – it was – a dark place. You know that guy who's running for uh, Dan Fisher. Dan Fisher. You went to Dan Fisher's church. I was Dan Fisher's uh, church member. This is not a local podcast, but hold the fucking phone. Yeah, talk our <laughs> listeners through Dan Fisher. Dan Fisher. My most vivid memory is this kind of act he would do. That was about these preachers in the Revolutionary War who took up arms to become like part of the militia in the Revolution. I think it was called like the Black Robe Brigade. I want to say. Okay. But I can just picture him, like on the stage. If I close my eyes to this day, where he's in this black robe, he's given this whole thing about the Revolutionary War and. Does how he have a gun on stage? He takes off the robe and he's wearing a fucking Revolutionary War uniform. Whoa! God damn it! Honestly, nerd, <laughs> nerd, yeah. nerd. And so that that was his thing. What a bad nerd Dan Fisher is. Honestly, yeah. What a bad nerd. And now he's just a terrible, maybe gonna be Oklahoma politician. He's in like the state senate or something. Oh, oh yeah, he is a shit person. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. terrible. Like, uh, his track record proves that. Um, and he really loves cosplaying as Revolutionary War heroes, which... Uh, <laughs> uh, Pretty universally bad. Uh, pre- like, may, m- should precipitate some cognitive dissonance in Dan Fisher. Yeah. But it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I kind of get what your church was up to now. Say no more. Yeah, so but, it wasn't a great sitch. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, but I, I mean, I, I, I went to a Baptist church that was, I'd be willing to bet is sort of softer than that. Yeah. They, they didn't take many stances, <laughs> but the congregation was very, uh, I'd call them regressive for sure. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that, that I always really struggled with was how can we all be bad? <laughs> yeah. How are we, how are all of us bad? <laughs> I mean, how are all of us definitely bad? I mean, I, I get there being a badness, but nobody nobody addressed the goodness mm. ever. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I think part of it is that any goodness that we can have has to come from God. So it's like the parts that are good are him, not you even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so where where are you at now? Yeah. Um. Just still on that no gods no masters tip. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Okay. I'm still in that. I have because I my two most visible tattoos are a, I have a Cairo on my right wrist and mm. then I have a circle A like the anarchy A on my other wrist. Hell yeah. It's so good. And so um, I don't know. It's weird having the Cairo on me still because I'm like not a Christian, but I'm repping it. But yeah. then in another way, like because I come from being so deeply entrenched in it, like it is a huge part of my identity. Of course, it's going to be on my body permanently. Like, yeah. why wouldn't it be? Hell yeah. Jesus was also an anarchist. So it's not like you're doing anything totally. com- thematically inconsistent. <laughs> It's time for thoughts and prayers. I've I've got one here. This is going to be a really quick one, um, but I do think it deserves to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Here's the title of the thread. This is by The Saint Man. <laughs> <laughs> Confession of sins, parentheses, room. Confess your sin. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Number one post. By the saint man. My are hentai and perversion. (laughs) (laughs) So. Why both? So. (laughs) Our man here. Wait, wait, wait. Saint man was like, oh, confession room. I'll start. I'll go first. I love hentai. Anybody else got one? <laughs> to me, um, you know how there are funny numbers? Yeah. Hentai is like if 69 was a word. <laughs> to me. Yeah, okay. Okay, I get that. It's so funny to talk about hentai. Somebody, okay, Saint Man, the Saint Man. Yeah. He just got back from church and yeah. he was feeling very guilty. Yeah. And he didn't want to tell his parents. Right. He didn't want, gotta explain. He didn't want to blow up his spot, and he didn't want to have to explain hentai to anybody. Yeah. You know who knows what hentai is? The internet knows what hentai is. <laughs> so he just he was like, you know what, God, I'll 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 meet you in the middle. I will make a post online confessing my um love for hentai and perversion. <laughs> um Kiwi Dan, who we've talked about before, says, I am blameless. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Pretty Ooh, good one. Uh, Kiwi Din. Uh, Kiwi Din. I'm blameless. Maybe or, not. All right. Maybe not. Uh, Love through Dove says, I am not patient. Wow. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Uh-oh. The Saint Man, our buddy the Saint Man. <laughs> yeah. He really... <laughs> he really... um. He really went for broke here, right? Yeah. And everybody's really no-selling their confessions. Yeah, he has <laughs> risen 2018 is in this one. Uh-oh. Regular. It's regular. to Unclench. Sometimes I take gods, never Jesus. And I am definitely not proud of that either. I assume they mean name in vain. Mm-hmm. Besides mm-hmm. that, I tend to cuss a lot more than I should. Parentheses. Which should be not at all. I do avoid the F-bomb for the most part, though. End parentheses. For the most Man, part. Man, yeah. these are some really milk toast confessions. Especially yeah. following 
such a strong start. Yeah, yeah. Look, he really got let down. Yeah, You're look, right. hey, the hero of this thread is the saint man. He the wants saint to man. redeem himself. He wants to be pure. <laughs> He's like, man, let's all confess your sins. I'll start. I love blasting rope to cartoons from across the pond. What about y'all? <laughs> Uh, I'm pay. I'm, uh, hmm, uh, I'm impatient. Uh, hey, the saint man. Uh, I'll see your, uh, I'll see your hentai and raise you. Sometimes I swear. But never Jesus' name. Never Jesus' name. Sometimes God's never Jesus. Oh my God. And then Kiwi Dan's like, I've never sinned. Just kidding, I have. You don't get, you don't get to hear how though. He's playing that one close to the yeah, chest. Yeah, that means his is hentai too. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, man, ah, uh, man. I know. Can you make an account and say, "Hey, I love hentai too," just to make <laughs> the saint man feel better? I mean, yeah, I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. Uh, we'll do it from the praise downs official email address, right? Yeah. Oh okay. my god. Yeah. Oh. Just oh, make our Christian for- wait, uh, wait, hang on. Are we gonna disrupt the ego- ecosystem of Christian forums if we make a praise down account? Ooh. Ooh, yes, you're right. We gotta stay observers. We as much as we want to comfort our good friend the Saint Man, observers only. We can't. He's gonna have to listen to the show. Hey, the Saint Man, if you're listening, we got you, buddy. Yeah, we love you. We know that there are way worse sins yeah. than being into hentai. Uh, as long as you're not one of those, there are a few cooler sins. That's than being true. <laughs> That's true. SoundCloud rappers are into hentai now. That's you, true. You're kind of doing a neat sin. Yeah, a very in sin. It's, yeah, hentai is fashionable. Hentai is fashionable. <laughs> All of our listeners, you know that now. Let's let's list famous people who love hentai. Wow, great, Brandon Wardell. Brandon Wardell, um, the Migos. I would be willing yeah. to. Uh, Lil Pump for sure. Yeah, um, Kurt Eichenwald. Kurt Eichenwald. You know, I'm gonna go. Dan Harmon. Yeah, Dan Harmon loves hentai. For sure, for loves sure. hentai. <laughs> Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Kojima loves hentai. Notorious hentai enjoyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden Smith. Yeah, probably loves hentai. Jaden Smith loves hentai for sure. Uh. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Definitely enjoys it. <laughs> um, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Pretty much any alt-right commentator is, uh, is, is a hentai into lover. hentai, Every yeah. one of them, yeah. Not good company to have, but... <sighs> Sorry. This is why it's a sin. Are there any... Uh, Jeet here probably loves hentai. <laughs> um, Dennis Miller. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods for sure loves hentai. Wrestler Xavier Woods, come on the podcast. Um, Get him on here so you can talk with, with him about hentai. Yeah, and about constantly getting his ass kicked by Kenny Omega in fighting games. <laughs> oh, Kenny Omega loves hentai. Kenny Omega, yeah, definitely likes hentai. He's Valsell. But he does. He just watches hentai and goes. <laughs> doesn't. He just never honks off. Yeah, he just never he he watches hentai, but he doesn't honk, and he just growls at it. It's the permanent edge. Yeah, yeah. that's how he is so good at wrestling. He just that's keeps, how he can jump so high. 
And his body can take unlimited punishment. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, Kenny Omega's on NoFap 21st century. Yeah, all of his blood has come. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> yeah, like Paul Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> also a hentai enjoyer. Oh my god. Mike Huckabee, hentai enjoyer. Mike Huckabee. Let's talk about famous people throughout history who might have been hentai enjoyers. Rasputin, number one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Voltaire. Oh, fuck, yes. Um, Nero. Nero would have loved hentai. Any U.S. presidents who would have loved hentai? Benjamin Franklin. Not, no. not, a, not a president. Oh. I feel like a lot of the founding fathers probably would have been into it. Yeah, oh, they were yeah. a bunch oh, of yeah. fucking dirty birds. They were freaks. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson would have at least appreciated hentai. Yeah. Cleopatra. Damn, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, she and Julius Caesar, absolutely. They were, yeah, watching it together probably. Oh. Marco Polo. (laughs) (laughs) Hammurabi. Chris Kyle. (laughs) Chris Kyle. He had just like a sticker of a hentai lady on the butt of his sniper rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, not into hentai. Yep, yep. That that's why he couldn't sell the character as yep. well as he should have. Yep. Tom Cruise. All right, we have to move on. Yeah, we, we, we really do. Uh, it turns out way more people like hentai than we expected. Yeah, but none all, as much as the Saint Man. We were all just reading a list. The Saint Man, you're you're in great company. Yeah, but for the most part. Yeah, listeners, that was the Wikipedia list of famous people who <laughs> like hentai. Uh, all the uhs were for um we were trying to make it sound organic yeah none of us can really read that good yeah uh it looked too much like a comic book to me and i'm comic book illiterate right it's time for tune talk all right buckle down we're gonna get into some tune talk right now so, Kyler, talk us through who we're, who we're uh, talking about and their relevance to you. We are going to be talking about Thousand Foot Crutch. Oh. Which album of Thousand Foot Crutch? Set It Off. Okay. What's, what's your history with these boys? Um, they were the first concert I ever went to. Me too. Well, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that we can bond over <laughs> our first concerts being TFK. I was, like, right up at the front, like, way too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really into that. Um, but yeah, I probably like a year ago or so, I listened to them for the first time since I was like a kid. Yeah. Um, and I was just like on the back porch with a friend or something and I was like, oh, I remember this song and I remember this song and I was like, I haven't listened to this like in 10 years. And he was like, you just sang four songs in a row in their entirety. And I was like, I mean, it's imprinted in there. Yeah. It's just deep burrowed into my brain. We we did Diverse City by Toby Mac last time, <laughs> and I've got that, too. I didn't sing it because I was being respectful, but mm-hmm. I probably could have. 
That's great. My yeah, my first concert was Thousand Foot Crutch and Pillar, and I was mm. doing the same. I was like right up at the front, and then I got tired and went and sat on the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who they were playing with when I saw them. Where was this? Do you remember? It was in like some big like church auditorium. Oh sort of thing. whoa, an arena show. <laughs> oh whoa, hell yeah. But yeah, it was how, how old were you when you saw them? Oh, I guess I was probably like maybe eleven or twelve. Yeah, is my guess like early middle school sounds right. Yeah, like they had just put out Rock Fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just because it's too confusing for me to describe, what would you describe like the genre that Thousand Foot Crutch occupies? I think is it new metal? I think it's Christian new metal. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking of that on the way here, and I, I couldn't think of anything else that it is. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it sucks to have to come to that realization this late. <laughs> and you, Testament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, new Testament metal. Uh, so we'll we'll go ahead and get right into it um, with everyone like me. The first song on the album. Is that a bass? Yeah. This is just drums and bass. Oh, yeah. This is definitely like a um, like a 2007 YouTube anime music video song. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This is something yeah. that would be put over a compilation of like a pro wrestler's best moves. <laughs> Are there wrestling AMVs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of. I know that hey, you wrong. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like a uh, sort of Sasuke compilation for this one. Ooh, yeah, yeah. From Naruto. I have watched Kyler, almost are, no Naruto. Are, are you an anime guy? I'm not an anime guy. Oh, man. I've seen very few, and it's like random bits of series and stuff. Uh, that's, yeah. that's too bad, because I had a really good bit for this whole tune talk. <laughs> I don't know enough about anime either. Is it too late for me to go back and watch all of Naruto? <sighs> Look, uh, yes. Okay. But also... I don't know. You might like it. It's like Harry Potter for, um, uh, it's like Harry Potter for boys. Okay. Yeah. All right. How much Naruto is there? A lot. The uh, three hundred episodes. Three hundred episodes. They're all. But, but see, I got to Naruto late too. You guys. Mm-hmm. I just found a list that said you need to watch this episode. You don't need to watch this one because it's just filler, right? Oh. How how much does that cut it down? By a third. Wow. Yeah. Yes, Jill? Just to clarify, there are 657 episodes of Naruto. Oh, 657. my God. 657. Oh, that is... You way undersold. Ha- hang on. Hang on. That's too many. Is it counting Is it counting the new series, Boruto? Oh. And, or, and Naruto Shippuden? Yes. Well, Naruto is like the for it's it's Naruto, and then Naruto Shippuden is like um, Rugrats all grown up version. Yeah, they're all older, and then Boruto 
is about Naruto's son, Borat. <laughs> he goes, my dad is the Hokage. A lot. That's what he says. <laughs> All right. Up next, we've got the second song on the album, Intro. <laughs> <laughs> Seems brave, I will say. Same beat, right? Yeah. The, the bass is yeah. The bass is good. Yeah. Whenever I was listening to it in my car, I was like, "Damn, this shit hits, though." Like, yeah, like it's like heavy. Like whether or not a thing <laughs> hits is a timeless element. Yeah. Right. It kind of yeah. It gets in there for sure. Like I wouldn't have made the same genre decision as them, but <laughs> they made a thing that hits. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna let it roll into the next one. Oh, sick, sick transition! Wow, like pretty good. You guys want to hear my? You guys want to hear my bit anyway? Yeah. Name the AMV this belongs in. Okay. Vegeta fights Android. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen. This doesn't suck. The bass that they use, the, like the bass work, are, is way more prominent than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, the the slap bass is real nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. Oh. oh, are those record scratches? Those are record scratches. Yeah, baby. Um, so Jill just sent me a Facebook message to update us on the numbers on Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, 220 episodes of the original series. Mm-hmm. Okay. 500 episodes of Shippuden. Okay. Those do not all matter. <laughs> That's too many episodes. Way too many. Yeah. Um, I would probably watch One Piece before I watched that's, Naruto. That's longer. Yeah, but it's got pirates. But it's yeah, it's 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 also goofier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's about a stretchy boy and his pirate pals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's <sighs> I don't know. I've never seen One Piece. I'm not the anime authority. Jill, how many episodes of One Piece are there? Like 900. Over 800. Yeah. You guys were both right. Oh, my God. Fuck. That's wow. too, That's too much. That's too much Japanese cartoon. <laughs> if I ever wanted to just, like, Howard Hughes myself in a room for a few years, which I do, uh, I would probably watch One Piece. <laughs> And play Dota. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how you do it. He, um, we got to get 10 minutes to stand up from you about Dota one of these days. Well, Dota already got 2,000 hours from me, so it's the least <laughs> I can do. Yeah, I've already Howard Hughes myself. And that's why I'm this powerful. God damn, I just respect that so much. Um, all right, let's go up next. Oh, no! For reference, the longest-running anime has like 1,500 episodes. Jill, what's that anime? Yu-Gi-Oh. Is it Pokemon? Is it Beast Wars? 
is it Cheers? <laughs> oh, it's The Simpsons. What Holy if it's shit. Family Guy? Oh, okay, yeah, we both got there. I can only hope for 1,500 episodes of Bob's Burgers. I hope that I, Bob's Burgers is on so long that it becomes shitty. That's what I hope for that whole team because they all deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that the most obvious way to improve Family Guy is to make it an anime. Just to reference, uh, the longest running anime is an anime called Manga Nippon Muka, wait, Mukashi Banashi. It started in 1975 and ended in 1995. Whoa. Wow. It started mm-hmm. and ended before anybody gave a shit about anime, <laughs> which is very unfortunate. It also looks adorable if you have... Oh, is it like a cute anime? It's very cute. There's bears. Ooh. You know you like bears, Alex. I do like them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. Let the record show. Up next, we've got... Now, this is interesting. We've got Superfly, parentheses, TFK. Is it a cover? Are they covering their own song? That's the thing. They're TFK. Is there <laughs> another band with those initials? The Fuck Knights. <laughs> oh, they're covering no, the Fuck Knights. No, of that sounds like a band Wampus likes. <laughs> the Friendship Connection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Superfly, parentheses, TFK. Ooh. It's funky. Oh, Record scratches. Hey, yo, who's up in here? Excuse me? For our listeners, all of the muscles in Heath's body just tensed up at the same time. <laughs> Okay, here's what's going on. Wait. Okay, sorry, go on. I'm having trouble. Because I can't tell if it's good. It's confusing. It's just, I don't, I don't know if it's because I have so... Um, few positive opinions about the genre <laughs> but it seems like it's good for what it is i think that that might be true is the lead vocalist white please help me I yes assume. is he yeah yeah better because because i know that i know that new metal isn't a totally it, like personnel wise it's not a completely white genre is that true? Uh, the lead singer of P.O.D. is Brazilian. That's one. <laughs> All right. Rage is, like, not new metal, right? Yeah. But it is definitely responsible for a lot of it. That's true. Zach De La Roca is not white. That's true. All right. That's two. You got me. I, I think that maybe the... Lead singer of Thousand Foot Crutch might be better at rapping than Toby Mac. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm here to agree with you on that. Um, 
like I don't know if we heard Toby Mac's best bars on that, but I I did like a few of Toby's bars. Yeah. Now it's a little bit more difficult because I feel like while Thousand Foot Crutch is a Christian group, I feel like they have less of an agenda than Toby Mac. That's true. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. They're one of those bands that you kind of everyone knows that on like the DL, they're like not real. They're like cool, real faithful. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, there are some bands that are Christian because their members are Christian and they can't help but showcase that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then there are Christian bands that have an agenda. And mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Toby's in that second camp, and so it made it harder for me to enjoy him as much. Mm-hmm. Up next, we've got "When in Doubt." Huh. Switching it up. Has the guitar player been doing the easiest shit this entire record? Yes. <laughs> Kyler, can you confirm? It seems it it seems low effort. Yeah. Uh oh, no. <laughs> this Heath, is what FM static sounds like. See, this is the weirdest sort of pairing to me, because a new metal band can can flip a switch and be a sad pop punk band. <laughs> oh, yeah. And once you hear him do this, for me, I hear that sad pop punk voice in everything they do. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? Yeah, this is some... just a pop punk song. Yeah, yeah. They, they... This is some like Sonic the Hedgehog music right here. <laughs> they do it all. <laughs> you know what we have never talked about? The through line between <laughs> music from the Sonic the Hedgehog video games and Christian pop punk. There's like, I feel like I've been groomed to enjoy Christian pop because of liking the Sonic games. Yeah. This is rolling around at the speed of sound for sure. This is like... This is like a bunch of teens screaming music. Like, that's perfect. It's made for everyone to yell the chorus at the same time. (laughs) Any good pop punk song is. Exactly. This is a like this is like a really early blink demo with more reverb. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I have to agree. Also, I don't think this guitar player is like a proficient guitar player. <laughs> no. I think he like sort of just was in the band because they were all friends. And yeah. then uh oh, we gotta put out albums. <laughs> Everyone really liked Rock oh, Fist. Uh oh, <laughs> we got too good. We got too we got too well liked. Yeah. No, this guy plays guitar the way I played drums in Ben Francis band. <laughs> well enough to get by. Yeah. Do you want a solo? No, no. Please. No. no. Keep you guys keep it. So, up next we've got Rhyme Animal. Whoa. Uh Now <laughs> I I don't know what this means, but rhyme is spelled R H I M E. I don't think that that's a word. 
it's not like Rime of the Ancient Mariner. That's R I M E. Is it Rim? It's rim. not Rim Animal. <laughs> <laughs> the the Fuck Knights didn't write a, a song called Rim Animal. Heath. Because <laughs> like, if they if they made a song called Rim Animal, that would be so ahead of their time. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, they were living in 3004. Yeah, Bernie Sanders eats ass now. Like, Ugh. He also uh, doesn't want to abolish ICE. I know. Thumbs I look, down. Look, you know, the DSA is over, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he, he ruined it. Yeah. All right, here's Rhyme Animal. Him and Larry Krasner. Anyway, That's sorry. True. Ooh. I don't think there's enough record scratches in music anymore, of all genres. There's a severe lack nowadays. It's messed up. Do you think it? Do you think everybody just agreed that it was hack, kind of? Yeah, but I think it's been long enough. Yeah. It's been about a decade since anybody's done a record scratch on anything. Yeah. You know what? I'm back. This this song is good. Yeah, I. <laughs> now, it it will be difficult for me to forgive that this song is called Rhyme Animal, and it's a and it's a good rap song about how good he's rapping. Now's <laughs> about to let the rhyme animal out is a very funny lyric. <laughs> This is just a song about how much they love to party and rap. Yeah, okay, hang on. Theme check. Has anything been very Christian on this record yet? Um, that pop punk one is a little bit about how you don't have to party all the time. But then this one's about how good it is to party. Mixed messages. They said Rhyme Animal again. Wow, they're really... Okay, Compare this to Andrew W.K. Andrew W.K.'s never released a song about how it's okay to not party sometimes. That's true. I really like Andrew W.K. Sorry, they just said, want to give a shout out to all the real hip hoppers who come to all our shows. Sorry, I just had to. (laughs) These guys? Not spending enough time on these lyrics. I This is the needle is pointing toward good more than bad. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. And honestly, Kyler you too. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm you're, a fan. You're yeah. you're you're a total I'm still a fan. You're are a t- there? you're a total TFK mark. Yeah. <laughs> now, Kyler, if there are any lyrics that we're missing out on or that we don't get to or that we talk over that you know that we should probably interact with, mm-hmm. let us know. Okay, yeah, feel free to assert your authority as the uh knower of this album. Okay. I'll, I'll try to point it out if anything comes up. Okay. Um, wow, these guys really just skate across genres in a way that is fun. Okay, yeah, because we've we've been to new metal, we've been to we've been to pop punk. Yeah. We've been to rap rock. Yeah. Which, um, a tough genre to sell, but I mean. Yeah. Okay. Differences between new metal and rap rock, real quick. Rapping amount. 
amount of wrapping, sure. Is it like a 50% split? Like you uh, are allowed more than 50% wrap your rap rock, less than 50% your new metal? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got it. That's those are the numbers. If if your verses are if your verses feature lackluster rapping and your chorus isn't a rap, then you're new metal. Mm. Um but if your verses and chorus are all rap, I think you're rap rock. All right, up next we've got unbelievable parentheses TFK. Just in they case, did it again. Just in case you forgot who you were listening to. Oh! Oh, hang on. I'm feeling like a high rating for this. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, me too. This I, is like... I didn't want to. I, I really didn't want to, but I'm really feeling a high rating for... He's like on. as good as Action Bronson. How did they do this? Why and why do I love it? <laughs> Shit. Shit. Sometimes something is so confusing. L- like an album as like a packaged deal is so confusing that it really works on this show. If that makes sense. They're real underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, wow. This this uh, sounds like it's also mixed like it's very live. Yeah. What do you mean? I can I can like hear these guys on a stage fucking around. Oh yeah. Throughout this album. Like I would go see these guys now. By the way, Toby Mac is coming to Frontier City in August. We should get a picture with him. Yes! Check this out, check this out. Stepped on the scene at the age of 13. Chris Break it down. Kick it like you never seen. Big expansion. The own Bob Hansen. You want Marilyn Manson up in his mansion. Uh-oh. Sony knows the lyrics. And uh, it should be made clear, we are not going to shame you for that. I've, I've really got to... Yeah, okay, that was not me shaming. That was me having fun. Um, <laughs> I've got to find out who the who the front man is. I'm, I'm going to Wikipedia. Because I, I need to know if he's, like, done other things, because... I mean, it just, it just works. I bet he's on SoundCloud now, if nothing else. Oh, Holy yeah, shit. I, I mean, would love that. I always feel really bad being a white guy and going, like, now this guy can spit. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, like, what do we know? Yeah, I don't know anything. But uh, let's see. Members. I guess it's the only guy with a page. Trevor McNevin. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Isn't, that, isn't that Finn Balor's real name? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. This does not. 
This doesn't start. Oh, this doesn't start great at all. Go on. Here's the opening Wikipedia paragraph. Trevor McNevin, also known as T Rock. Uh T Rock. It's T Rock. I'm sorry. Uh That's T E E R A W K. Bad news. Is a Canadian musician, lead singer, and songwriter of Thousand Foot Crutch, comma, pop punk side project FM Static, yeah. al- along mm-hmm. with Steve Augustine, the third Thousand Foot Crutch drummer, and hip hop side project I Am the Storm, not verified in body. Okay. Guess we got to um, learn about that. Oh, uh, okay. So he's currently. Mm, what's he up to now? That's why it reminded you of FM Static, that pop punk band. It was him. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, you you did know. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know. Yeah. Um. Mm. McNevin is a good friend of Nashville Predators NHL player Mike Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> a good enough friend for it to be on Wikipedia. And wrote a goal song for Fisher, only used at the Senators' home arena. Scotia Bank Place when Mike scores. Awesome. Awesome. Uh let me see what uh, what else I can kind of find for him. Um He co-wrote and produced Hawk Nelson's first album, Letters to the President, which we covered on the show. Um and he also starred in Hawk Nelson's California music video as the driver of the Jeep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty Oh, goodness. Um, Guys, we're less than a third of the way through this album. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. How long is it? It is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 songs long. So going. we got a... I had no idea. Yeah. We got a gong show. We got a gong we show. Got it. We got even it. Though, we really got a gong show. Even yeah. though we love... Like, I'm mad that we don't get to listen <laughs> to every song in its entirety. <laughs> Up comes down. All one word is the next one. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Again, bassist doing all the heavy lifting. This is a flyleaf song. Let's find out. Ooh. Oh, it's not a Flyleaf song anymore. <laughs> Another song about rocking the party. Oh, no! Next! No! Next! Come on, TFK. Sorry. Whoa! <laughs> oh, no! Uh- Said the R word. Said the R word. You know, whenever you retweet something and then one of your followers embarrasses you in the mentions, that, that's me with Thousand Foot Crutch oh right my now. God. <laughs> By the way, Kyler, that is so insanely relatable. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Oh my it's god, the most relatable thing that's been said on this show easily. <laughs> oh God. What's next? <sighs> Fuck. Up, ne- uh, up next is Come Along. How is this? <laughs> this is spelled regular. Okay. 
This is good again. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're, we're Blink-182 again. Yeah. They're, it's like they're two bands. Yeah. I'm a huge star. This is a good shitty pop punk song. Yeah. All right, next we've got we can, we just can't. We've got yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, small yeah. town. I, I do next. I don't want to roll over this. Shitty pop punk is not the same genre as pop punk. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and that was a good shitty pop punk. I'm into that song. Like, you know how fake orange and orange aren't the same flavor? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yes. Okay, here we go. Small town. I was born in a small town. Sorry. I was born a small bean. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to a small bean. <laughs> But also kind of like Is this kind of like a sort of Springsteen Mellencamp vein jam a little bit? This a little bit. He's like You hear that wah? Yeah. This song is seven minutes long. Is there a part in it that we should skip to? I, I highly doubt it. Okay. We can move on. <laughs> it, hasn't been ex- it, it hasn't been expressed yet, but T-Rock yeah. is a good singer. Yeah. Now, he is, he is singing in a very sort of like cornball-ass way. Yeah. But he can sing. Yeah. He's got pipes. Yeah. All right, up next we've got Set It Off, the title track of the album. Okay. Sound of a screen door opening in the song. (laughs) To all the people in the house tonight, can you feel it? To those who live under the street lights at night. Can you feel it? Come okay. on, check this out. We're about to set this off. Here come the drums. Oh. When I let loose, I come out blazing. I maintain I appreciate the warning, but that's yeah. such a disappointing here yeah. come the drums. I expected a lot more <laughs> drums. I really expected that to drop hard. Yeah. yeah. After some of the shit we've heard. Yeah. No mistake, keep the 
I also thought it would be really funny if after the drums came in, he would say, here are the drums. <laughs> <laughs> There's the drums. What else are we missing? How about the guitar? Where is that? Here it is. <laughs> Reluctant to say that this is good again. It, it this is good. It, it slaps funny. It's a little lower energy than some of their previous offerings, I think. I know. Well, I like that guitar, though, for the first time on the album. Only the vocals are high-end. Yeah. Me. This is one of my favorite gimmicks, <laughs> is where you whisper it. I love when they whisper it. Alright. This is what we were waiting for. Yeah. He set it off. He set it off right. It's, it's finally it been set off. Yeah. Finally. Alright, that's enough. This is a band that I wish I was into when I was into bands like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It was good for its time. Yeah. It was what sure. I needed yeah. as like a tween. Yeah. Just starting to like testosterone's pumping through your body for the first <laughs> time and you don't know what to do with any of it. And then you hear rock fist. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Rim Animal comes on. Yeah. No. No. All right. Up next is All the Way Live. What? I kind of like what that did with it. Okay. I'm not. That's that's one. Yeah, it's fine. All right. The, next... guitar, the guitar player is doing more impressive stuff yeah. lately. It's like he's getting better as the album's going on. Like I because he's been... recorded it in sequential order. Because when he's not in the booth, he's practicing. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> he's good. Just gradually getting. He's better. a pro. Up next, lift it. Hell yeah, baby. Switched up. Yeah, some real weird vocal decisions being made here. <laughs> Acoustic guitar for the first time on the album. And coincidentally, the most Christian songs so far. All the real soft songs end up being the most Christian ones. Yeah. The louder, the more focused it is on partying, yeah. I feel like. And the quieter it gets, the more Jesus-y. It's like, hey guys, time to get ready. 
that that gimmick's not going to work on me, I don't think. I yeah. Think, I think this is going to affect the final score. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't think they needed to do this. <laughs> How much of this did they need to do, really? <laughs> About, <laughs> this feels like sort of like a very special episode syndrome, a little Whoa, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, next is? You can tell we're being serious because it's, it's pretty now and it's soft. <laughs> now we're going to talk about serious topics. Brother John. Okay. Song about telling a kid to smile. me on the soft stuff. I, yeah, I don't yeah, care about this, is, this. I feel like this is Naruto, where we should have a list of uh, it's yeah, the list songs. of what's filler. Yeah, I should have that gone one was just like to it and picked them out. Mm, yeah, that one just felt like it was middling on every mm-hmm. sort of aspect of this band. Yeah, it was middling on lyrics. It was middling on band. <laughs> it was just a m- really middling song. Yep. All right, next is Breather. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, this is good. This album feels front-loaded with all of the badass stuff. That's yeah. what I was just thinking. I was yeah. Thinking, like, the guitars sound uh, a little less everything now. Yeah. Mm. Everything uh, toned down. This feels, right. like, this feels like real sensitive boy hours on the back of the album. Yeah. And, like, I'm fine with it, but I also think we can skip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up next is Sweet Unknown. It's like they're trying to be Husker Do on that on that track. What the fuck is happening here? I hate this. <laughs> Ew. Skip. All right, this is moment of the day. What the fuck is happening here? How how far into the album are we? This where, is the penultimate song. Oh, okay. So it was like the last my, third, like third of the album. Thirty, which my, they were already twelve <laughs> songs. They could have stopped. It could have been done. Yeah, then. My my prediction is that they like get the let let out on one more, and there's mm. maybe like a bit of a pretty passage at the end. <sighs> okay. 
Okay, this is the, just an electric guitar and a tom. Yeah, we this don't is need just this. a worship one, song. One, yeah. to, one Thomas drum. <laughs> Dr. Thomas drum. <laughs> Thomas Drummond. Drums. Drums. Uh, okay, the last song is called The Alternative Song. Never predict the end of an album correctly. <laughs> what is happening? What is this? It's like the album had a twist ending, but the twist was just that it's actually bad. <laughs> what? This is a song about songs. <laughs> yeah, it's like if Kevin Smith directed the back half of the Hitchcock movie. <laughs> this sucks. Okay, I'm going to the end of this song. We'll listen to the last, like, 30 seconds. See if it redeems itself. Wait, what happened? Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Hang on. Okay, yeah, I'll go how did we? How did we get there? Okay, okay, this is three minutes and 30 seconds. We'll do the last minute. The climax of this album, I hope you all realize, is that the guitar player finally got good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He was practicing that whole time. Yeah. You spend a lot of time in the studio, and if you're just practicing every time you're not in the booth, you get good. Four more seconds. Nothing. Fucking nothing. Okay. So, that's the album. We did it. All right. Let's Lo roll into final thoughts. Lots of conflicting feelings. Yeah. Final judgment. Fi let's roll into final judgment here. <laughs> Kyler, are you aware of how our rating system works? I am not, no. We have to rank each album. We have to rate each album out of 12 disciples. Now, keep in mind. Don't forget. One of those disciples is Judas. <laughs> and his absence or presence may affect the score. Mm-hmm. So you may you may want to specify whether or not Judas is one of the disciples you're counting. So and it means whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> yeah, there's literally there's no real rules on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think I've got mine. Okay, go ahead. Um, man, I like what they were doing with the first two thirds of that album. Uh, it goes. It made. I mean, it's it has a lot of strikes against it. It's new metal. It's rap rock. But fuck, they just nail it. Uh, I, I think I'm going to say eight out of 12 because that's exactly the ratio of songs that were good. <laughs> <laughs> Judas or no? Yes. Yes. Judas. It, yes. One Judas because you, 
because it's white wrapping, has to get a Judas. Mm, yeah. White wrapping always gets a Judas mm. on, yeah. on this show. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, for... It really, it really had an uphill fight for me, I think, because it was white rapping. It was new metal. It was a lot of, it was a lot of cursed music genres. <laughs> Pop punk. Yeah, that's a cursed genre. Um, but they, they really did a lot with the. They really did a lot with what they had, for the most part. Yeah. But I can't remember what I can't remember what song in that album they just stopped doing what worked. <laughs> they stopped doing they stopped doing uh they stopped doing what worked at some point. But um they just decided to stop having fun. I feel like for a white guy rapping and for a and for a white band new meddling, I feel like they might be hitting the skill ceiling on doing that, if that makes sense. Like they are doing the best white people can do at rapping and doing new metal. Yep. But then they kind of get excited about doing a bit more pop punk, which is also not a point of contention with me. But then they just stop doing. They stopped doing everything that was good. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They were just like, what if we were none of what we were doing on the first two thirds? <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I. Mm. Also, they they made all the Christian songs the the real uh, weak songs. Yeah. Yeah. And it was noticeable. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah we were. The whole time we were rocking out to all the good ones, and so like we're like, "Is this fucking Christian?" Yeah. But then when it got lame, we were like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> yeah, they, they draw you in with the party tunes. Mm-hmm. It's like if Andrew WK did like one worship song for every four. I would kind of trust Andrew WK to do a pretty good worship song. <laughs> Tbh, honestly, yeah. Uh, music is worth living for as a worship song. Oh, you're right. Um. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, mm, uh, I think it's getting a six with a Judas from me. Okay. I just can't trust a band that doesn't, ah, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. This band is so confused. Yeah. In such a bold way. Yeah. That. This is this is a praise down classic, I think, because it has no fucking clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. This is getting a ten. No, Judas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kyler, what's your score? What do you What are your final thoughts? Final judgment. Well, I probably remembered like half of these songs, which I pro- I assumed that the album was about that long, and so whenever you put eighteen songs on an album, you can't do it. <laughs> no one, no one can do it. Yeah. And just keep it up. And so... Nobody knows 18 songs. <laughs> but so I'm going to have to say... Uh, I'm going to have to go right in the middle of the road with six. Okay. I think that about half of it was worth it, and one of them's Judas because of all the betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. So much betrayal. Okay. 
a wider spread than we're used to seeing. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Six, eight, and ten. Nice. Mm. One, one, one last tiny seg. Uh, we got to send one song to Digital Heaven. That's right. We have a playlist on Spotify called Digital Heaven. Mm. And uh, we've got to choose one song from this album to put on that playlist. And Kyler, truly, you get the final say. You're the guest. If if you were to have to memorialize Thousand Foot Crutch forever from a song on this album, what do you what do you think it would be and why? I'm trying to think what were I mean because I remember set it off went pretty hard. That's true. Um, what was the one that came after the intro? Gonna get puppet party. Part, puppet puppet. I like puppet. Maybe the most out of all of them. Okay. I'm going to say Puppet. All right. I'm sending it to Digital Heaven right now. Welcome to Digital Heaven. <laughs> puppet. Sorry. Done. It's on there. I did. I, I brought Pirates of the Caribbean onto this one. Oh, oh, no. Fuck. Ugh. We were doing so good at not referencing Pirates of the Caribbean. I know, and I really <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> fucked it. Uh, now Captain Jack Sparrow is a character on this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. So, Kyler. Where can we find you online, and where can we find Paneled online? Um, well, those are actually one and the same. I don't have social media, unfortunately. But Paneled, you're off Twitter. I'm private and haven't used it in months and months. Okay, and so I'm ineffective, basically. Okay, <laughs> but um, but yeah, panelpodcast at gmail dot com. That's the place that you can get in touch with me for stuff like that. Um, or I guess trash talk TFK to me if you want. Okay. <laughs> but but use it for the comics more. I'm also yeah. on this show. <laughs> well, excellent. Um let's let's say thank you to a few folks. Thank you for, to Jarvix for our themes for our intro and thank you to Cameron Brewer for our outro, Holy Ghost Red and the Whip. Thank you Molly for talking the walk. Thank you Wampus for Tune Talk the Stinger edition. And uh thank you to Good Trash Media for uh being our pod papas. And thanks again to Jillian for overseeing this podcast and making sure it sounds like something. We're going to get out of here the same way we always get out of here. With our catchphrase. Our patented praise down catchphrase. The one you all know and love. Mm-hmm. And then Pod beget cast. The first of his kind. <laughs> and it was good. Holy ghost round the whip, what what uh, 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 holy